0: Hey everybody, this is Linda Weber with Soul Purpose Ministries out of Coshocton, Ohio. And I'm happy to be here with you again today. Matter of fact, I'm I'm always happy. I'm just a happy person. I'm full of the joy of the Lord, you know. You, You know, some people do not even understand or realize what we have available. That we can tap into joy from the Lord and we can tap into peace. You know, he said he'll give you a peace that you don't understand and uh you could be going through the most amazing tribulation and you'll have a peace that'll carry you through it and that's because we trust god you know we we believe in him we trust him and he'll bring you through let's just start out with prayer right now father in the name of jesus i thank you that you are who you say you are you do what you say you do i thank you lord you said your word will not come back void but it will accomplish what you send it to do. So I thank you, Lord, as we delve into your word tonight, Lord, as as the Holy Spirit is with us, and um, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to touch your people tonight. Go right into their homes, Lord, and touch them. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word, and we thank you for everything that you've done and going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm telling you, let's see if we can get through this without me falling off my chair on the floor or whatever, you know. I tell you, when I start talking about the joy, I just get the joy. Amen? But, you know, there's times when we laugh our heads off, you know, and uh, maybe just like in Acts chapter 2, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they they the, the people thought they were drunk, you know, and it, this can actually happen, you know, and it does. But there's other times that you're going through a, a really bad uh, time in your life, but you'll go right through that with the joy of the Lord, you know? And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, I think that right now, you know, this past year in 2020, they we just went through some horrific times and uh, all over the world. And there's a lot of people out there that are depressed, and they're sad, and they're weak, and they've given up hope. And how many of you know that we, as believers, are carriers of revival? You know we have the Holy Spirit in us, and He wants to work through us. But nobody's ever going to look at you and say, "I want what you got." If you don't got it, right? I mean, if if we have the Holy Spirit in us, and we know that we have the victory through Jesus, I, I don't. There's no reason for us to be uh, sad, weak, and defeated. Jesus said he's come back, coming back for a victorious church. He's coming back for a church without spot and wrinkle. So it's time for us to tap into what God has for us, walk in that, because there's a lost and dying world out there that need what we got. Amen. So I always tell people um, individual revival will bring national, national revival. And uh, that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus, keep our eyes on eternity and plow through whatever comes our way. Amen. Paul said, persevere, endure, you know, Uh, press on. And so that's what we endeavor to do. And people just need to look at you and they need to see that no matter what you go through, you're not one of those roller coaster Christians that are up one day and down the next, up one day and down the next. You stay on an even pace you know and uh, because you're trusting in God amen because at the end of the day listen none of this stuff that we're going through now a hundred years from now none of it's going to matter right the only thing that's going to matter is do you know Jesus and who did you bring with you this other stuff you know whatever whatever problem you've got right now you know next week next month next year you're, you're you've already gone through it you know and the answer is going to be there and maybe you'll be facing something else by then so um, we've got to learn to tap into this peace, tap into this joy, and plow through. Keep our eyes on Jesus, and the things of our world will grow strangely dim. The problem is is uh, sometimes we get too wrapped up in this world and into, in our problems, and we get our eyes off of Jesus because we're so bogged down with our problems, and, you know, and then you don't have any peace or joy. You know, John 10, 10 says, The thief comes to steal kill and destroy but jesus came to give you life and to give it to you abundantly so one of the things that the enemy will come in and try to steal you know we talked one night about healing well he'll try to steal your healing but tonight let's talk about sometimes the enemy will come in and try to steal your joy and your peace through circumstances in your life well we need to to learn how to tap into that peace and maintain it amen and uh, do all you can do and then stand you know in the book of colossians it says one translation says have as little to do with this world as a dead person some people are so tangled up in this world and they get so upset over all the cares of this life that uh they're they're, they can't fulfill the plan and purpose that god has for them so uh, we need to rise up church we need to rise above um the things that we're going through and and be Uh, a carrier of revival because you know the bible says that you are god's ambassadors as though jesus were making his appeal through you right you're the temple of the holy spirit you're not your own you're bought with a price the precious blood of jesus so listen come on let's let's we should be the happiest people on the face of this earth we should and people really should be drawn to us we're the salt of the earth you know we're the light We're, we're carriers of the light People should look in your eyes and say, I, I see Jesus in your eyes. They should hear your voice and they should say, I hear Jesus in your voice. You know, and when you lay hands on them to pray for them, they should say, I feel Jesus in your touch. Right? So let's fill ourselves up. Let's stir up, the, let's stir up that inner fire. And uh, let's, let's get going here. In Acts 13, 52, it says, The disciples were continually filled with joy and the Holy Spirit even though now we know that the disciples went through a lot they were persecuted you know and uh, but listen they were able to to press in you know think about Paul and Silas Uh, in the book of Acts they were thrown in prison and at midnight they were singing praises unto God you know they weren't sitting in there or or hanging you know however they put them against those uh pinned them up against the wall and stuff and in those dungeons that they put them in and uh, they didn't you know, Paul wasn't crying to Silas. Oh, Silas, look at look. I'm in so much pain. Look at all that blood. Oh, they beat me, and I'm in. Oh, I just don't know if I'm gonna make it. He wasn't whining and crying. You know what were they doing at midnight? They were singing praises unto God. And then there was a mighty earthquake, and that place was shaken, and those chains fell off of not only them that but the prisoners around them. Right? So Jesus came to set us free. And listen, We have to. if you want Bible results, you need to do what the Bible says. Amen? And the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people, not the whining and crying, right? Not that God don't care. He loves you more than you could ever imagine. He, he knows how many hairs are on your head. Do you know how many hairs are on your head or how many used to be there? He does. So don't you think that he knows exactly what's going on in your life? He loves you. But listen, God's ways and thoughts are higher than ours. They're not like ours. And he inhabits the praises of his people. uh, Yeah, of his people. And the Bible also says that we need to enter his gates with thanksgiving in our heart, enter his courts with praise. Amen. So uh, anyway, so the disciples were continually filled with joy and the Holy Ghost. You know, they were filled. They kept themselves stirred up. We have a work to do, people. We can't let this fire go out. There's people every day that you're around that need what you got. Amen? They need that revival that you are carrying. Amen? Jesus came to save, heal, and deliver. And uh, you, he's going to work through you. He's going to speak through you. He's going to use your hands and, uh, you know, to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover and I'm telling you, I want to be everything that he wants me to be. When he comes back, when Jesus comes back, I want him to find me uh, working for him and, and full of faith and, the, and moving in the power of God. Amen. Hallelujah. In Psalm 16, verse 11, in the Amplified Version, it says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand pleasures forevermore. You know, I've been traveling for about 30 years all over the United States and in different countries uh, ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, I've been in a lot of churches. I've been in a lot of different denominations. And uh, some of these churches, I walk in them and I look at the people and I'm like, and I will actually say this to them, I'll say, um i am so sorry i i didn't mean to interrupt your funeral service i i i thought i was going to be in a church service this morning you know and i said because the bible says that in his presence is fullness of joy you know and uh but buddy when you when you say that you know then then they start looking at me and they're like oh (laughs) you know they start laughing because they realize that I'm looking at a bunch of dead, boring people, a bunch of dried up prunes, man, when we should be, as believers, the happiest people on the face of the earth. Come on, people. We should come to our church services, and we should come celebrating. You, number one, you should already come stirred up, right? And and you should come celebrating the things that God has done through you throughout the week. You shouldn't come, stir, you know, dragging in the church on Sunday morning and... Stir me up, pastor. Stir me up. The devil's been after me all week. You know, what do you know? I'm telling you, because number one, why? What do you mean the devil's been after you? You should be after the devil, right? Huh? Come on. You got authority over all the power of the devil and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And uh, so now you should already be stirred up. Don't come in expecting the pastor to stir you up. We should come in celebrating the things that that our Lord has done through us throughout the week. So anyway, I go in these churches, and and I just talk like that because I like to provoke people. You know, the more you watch me and uh, listen to my programs and stuff, you're going to realize that I'm a provoker. I'm a stir-upper, you know. I have this big stir stick, and I'm going to poke and prod and I'm going to get in there and I'm going to try to get that fire stirred up in you, okay? And then it's up to you to keep it burning. Amen. Come on. So uh, there's no reason for us to be sad. Come on. You know, Jesus said in this life you will have trouble. He said, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. So don't let the enemy steal your joy through circumstances and, um, you know, whatever. Just keep that fire burning. Keep yourself stirred up and just keep meditating on the Word of God. The Word of God is what's going to keep you going. Amen? And uh, so in Job 5.22, it says, You shall laugh at famine and destruction. At destruction and famine, you shall laugh. Okay? Because you're going to know that you're going to come through this thing with victory. Amen? No matter what you go through, you're going to come through the other side. So keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep plowing through. You're going to come through. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, hard times are going to come, but we should have joy and peace in the midst of them. And that's when people out in the world are going to look at you and say, I don't understand. What is it about you? I mean, you have all these problems and yet you have such a peace about you and you you have such a joy. What is it? What's different about you? And then that's when the door is going to open for you to be able to witness to them, right? You know, people are watching you, whether you realize it or not, they're watching you. There's people that you've been trying to tell about the Lord and, you know, they're not listening to you or whatever, but they're watching your life. And eventually they're going to say to you, I want what you got. What is it about you? What? What? How do you do this? How do you manage to get through these these uh, things in life? And, uh, you know, how, how do you do that? So, and then you're going to be able to witness to them. So... Um, the first thing that the enemy is going to try to steal from you is you know I was talking to, to you about the verse in John 10 10 the thief comes to steal kill and destroy The first thing he's going to try to steal from you is your joy. Why? Because the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is your strength, right? So when you don't the opposite of strength is weakness, right? The, the opposite of joy um, is depression Right. How many people have you seen? They get saved. Things are going good. They're on fire for God. They're happy. You know, and then all of a sudden hard times come. You know, something comes in their life and it just it just rocks their world and uh, their joy. The joy goes. The, the, The enemy comes in and steals their joy. You know, and the next thing you know, they're sad and they're weak and then depression comes in. See because he wants to steal from you, he wants to to destroy you through depression. There's so many people. There's there's believers out there that are on depression medicine, you know? And we shouldn't even have to take what the world has when we can tap into the joy of the Lord. Amen. So th- so th- then you're going to get de- people get depressed and then the enemy's going to come in and you know, try to kill them. Seriously, he's gonna try to kill them. They're all depressed and everything. And I know what depression is like. You know, there was one, a a long time ago, I was actually diagnosed with depression from a doctor. And uh, so I know, and I'm not gonna get into all that tonight, but I know there's some of you out there tonight, you've given up hope. You know, this has been a tough, this last year has been a tough year for for people. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are just giving up hope. They feel beat down. They feel pressure. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now. That's why it's imperative that we keep our eyes on Jesus, that we keep that fire stirred up, that we keep our eyes on eternity, you know, because the devil's going to come in there and try to steal. But I'm telling you, I know from experience, if you get your eyes on your circumstances, and we all have bad things happen to us in life, right? But if you get your eyes on those circumstances, eventually it's gonna take a toll on you and you could sink into depression. I was depressed and I didn't even know it. You know, I had no idea. I thought I was dying. I, I had all this pain in my body. I, was, I didn't wanna get out of bed. I was tired all the time. I know all about that. I know what it feels like. So I I have compassion on you people out there tonight. That's why I want to tell you how to get up out of this, okay? And it's by getting in the Word of God, getting your eyes on Jesus and off of your circumstances, knowing that we're on a temporary journey down here. We're just passing through, people, you know? Remember Colossians, have as little to do with this world as a dead person. Don't worry about it. Listen, do all that you can do and then trust God. God said, cast all your cares, all your worries, all your anxieties on me because I care for you. So we got to keep our eyes on Jesus. So in Nehemiah 8.10, it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if if our strength goes, we're weak, we're defeated, we're depressed, and we're no good to anybody, right? Man, I'm telling you, time is going so fast on these programs. So um, I'm going to keep moving on here. But in Proverbs 1, verse 4, it says, God sits on his throne and laughs at his enemies. People, it's okay to laugh in church. Like I told you, when I go in some of these churches and they look like they're a bunch of dried up prunes, they look like they've been baptized in lemon juice. I'm telling you, right? I've been over to Israel a few times and I know. I've been to the Dead Sea and the Dead Sea is dead. There's no life in it. And it's because there's no outlet to it. So uh, I found that people that are sitting in these dead churches, um, there is no outlet. They're not being able to give out what they got. And maybe because they're not being taught. Because the Bible says that the five-fold ministry's job is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry, right? That's our job as preachers and teachers and apostles and evangelists and and uh, preachers, you know, uh, and prophets. That's the five-fold ministry, listen. Our job is to equip you believers to go out and give out what you got. Otherwise, you will look like you've been baptized in lemon juice because the new wine, the Holy Spirit in you, will it'll turn to vinegar. Listen, because you're not giving out what you got, right? So we don't want to get there. The Holy Spirit won't turn into vin- vinegar, but you know what I'm saying. The new wine in you. Um, come on, people. We got to keep that fire burning. Amen. Now. Listen to this. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 10, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for, now listen to this, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. See, when Jesus was hanging on that cross, it says, For the joy set before him. See, if you keep your eyes, He endured the cross. Now, if you keep your eyes on Jesus, you keep your eyes on eternity, you know and you trust God that he's gonna bring you through no matter what you're going through. I'm telling you right now, you're gonna go through that with peace that you don't understand. It's like, I don't even understand how I can be so peaceful in the midst of this. You're gonna have a peace that you don't understand and you're gonna have a joy unspeakable and full of glory. A joy that is gonna be your strength. And uh, listen, I've been so happy that I, I, I just get so full of Jesus. I actually do feel drunk. Read the, the Acts, you know, read the book of Acts, chapter 2. When the Holy Spirit came, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they thought, those men looking, they thought they were drunk in that room. How do drunk people act, right? I've laughed my head off sometimes, I'm telling you. So, uh, but I also have this peace And this joy in my heart when I'm going through problems because I know it's gonna be okay God's gonna bring me through and he's gonna bring you through okay no matter what you're going through tonight okay Um, so in Hebrews 5 uh, verses 8 and 9 it says that although he was the son of God he learned obedience through what he suffered and this completed experience made him perfectly equipped to become the author and source of eternal salvation to all those who hear and obey him okay so jesus already told us we're going to have trouble so why do you think it would be any different look what jesus had to go through but for the joy set before him he endured the cross he persevered he pressed on listen in john 16 22 it says therefore you now have sorrow but i will see you again and you, your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you, okay? One day you're gonna stand before Jesus and he's gonna say, welcome in, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord, right? But we can have that joy right now here on the earth, not anything like it's gonna be in heaven, but we are, uh, the joy and the peace of God is made available to us now to endure this life down here. And listen, we can ha- we can live an abundant life because that's what the Bible says in John 10.10. 10. Jesus came to give you an abundant life. Some of you out there tonight, you're suffering, or whenever you're watching this, you're suffering from depression. And uh, listen, I'm going to pray right now for some people. I'm going to pray for you, for that the spirit of heaviness is going to lift off of you. You know, I, I go out and I do meetings, and that's what I do. I'm an evangelist. I travel, and uh, I do revival meetings, and and uh, i lay hands on the sick and they do recover i speak in tongues i i uh, preach the gospel you know i do everything that that the bible tells me to do amen jesus said you'll do the same things i do and even greater things than these because i go to my father And the bible says miracles signs and wonders will follow those that believe and uh every every meeting that i do things happen in the meetings because the holy spirit is in those meetings and he's with us right now I'm one, number, you know, there's there's two. Listen, Jesus said, where two of you are, are agree on anything, in my name, my Father in heaven will give it to you. And he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of you. Listen, so he's with us tonight, right? There's one of us and two of us. Listen, there, listen he's with us, amen? And uh, so I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray that you be set free from this. But I pray for a lot of people that are uh, have depression. And uh, I'm going to pray for that spirit of heaviness. And that spirit of heaviness is going to come off of you right now in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus has given us authority over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt us, right? And sometimes we need an initial prayer uh, from a believer that's going to get that thing off of you. You know, you cannot, as a believer, be... Uh, possessed by the devil but you can be oppressed okay and that's a spirit of heaviness that's gonna come on you and uh, some of you have that and I'm gonna pray right now in the name of Jesus father God I pray for these people out here that have that spirit of heaviness on them Satan is trying to take them out but God Greater is he that is in them than he that's in the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now. I I speak in that spirit of oppression that is on these people out here tonight. And I tell you now to go from them right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'd, I'd set you free in the name of Jesus. In whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Now I command that depression, that spirit of heaviness to go from you. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the joy of the Lord, which is their strength, will start bubbling up out of their belly right now. Lord, I thank you right now. Fill them with the joy of the Lord. Be filled with the joy of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, when one thing goes, listen, we want we got to replace it with something else, right? Amen. So we want all that heaven has for us. And, and, and Father God, I thank you right now that you're filling people with the joy of the Lord, which is their strength. And I thank you for that, Father, in the name that is above every name. Father, I pray for people out there tonight. They have trials and cares and worries in this life. And Father, I'm asking for the peace Lord, you said you would give us not a peace like the world gives, but you would give a peace that passes our understanding. And Lord, I pray for that peace to just fall upon people right now, even as they're watching this broadcast, that the peace that passes their understanding would fall upon them right now in Jesus' name. Maybe you're watching here tonight, and you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me right? There's only one God. There's only one way and it's through Jesus, okay? Jesus shed his life's blood that you would be saved. The Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible also says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's you tonight. Listen, I just want you to call on the name of the Lord right now. Just repeat this prayer after me. If you mean business with God tonight, he means business with you. Now, I want you to say this out loud with your lips and mean it in your heart, and you're going to be saved. And this thing, you're going to be set free tonight, okay? Excuse me. I just want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean with the blood of Jesus. I believe that Jesus is God's only son, that he died for me, that he rose from the dead, And that he's coming back again for me fill me with your spirit lord i'm saved i'm forgiven and i'm on my way to heaven because i have jesus in my heart now father i pray for every person that prayed that prayer with me tonight i ask that you would seal them with the precious blood of jesus that not one will be lost on that day and Father, I thank you that you're gonna raise them up to be mighty men and women of God. Father, if there's any sick out there tonight, I pray the healing power of God from the top of their head to the tips of their toes, flowing through their body right now. I curse the seed and the root of any disease and sickness that has attacked your body. And I I pray, I pray the fire of God on you right now. that will burn out all of that junk out of your life right now. And that you would be set free in Jesus' name. And Father God, we thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, all of heaven rejoices when one sinner gives their life to Jesus. You know, there's a party going on in heaven right now. If you have given your life to the Lord through this program tonight or any program before, I pray that, um, you know, I just ask that you would send us a message and let us know what God has done in your life. Send a testimony and and let us rejoice with you. If you have a prayer request, I want you to get on our website Website, spministries.com, which stands for soul purpose. We have one purpose, and that's to connect people up with Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, if you have a healing in your body, if God has touched you or lifted that depression off of you tonight, I want you to write in and let us know all about it. Because I don't know what God's doing, but I know he said his word will not come back void, but it will accomplish what he sends it to do. He said he watches over his word to perform it. Well, we love you and God loves you. And I want you to connect up with us, like I said, and, and let us know what God's doing in your life. And uh, so and just continue to watch. We're going to be on here once a week. And just look at that schedule and, and see when Soul Purpose Ministries with Linda Weber is going to be on there. And uh, hey, God bless you. Let us know what God's doing.